Hello and welcome to episode number 11 of Getting Old is Optional with me, Dr. G. So right out of the gate here, I'm going to ask you to please follow, rate, and review this podcast. When you follow, you rate, obviously, five-star ratings, right? And when you review, obviously, like, glowing reviews, right? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> when you rate and review the, this podcast, it helps to expand the reach and the exposure, right? And we can all join this movement um, and help spread, you know, just good stuff, good, healthy you know, productive, positive, uplifting, encouraging information around health, longevity, quantity, and quality of life. All right, so please follow, rate, review the podcast. Also, share this podcast with your friends and your family members. You know, listen, one of the most important... All right, so from a health standpoint, you want to add uh, um, years to life and life to years, up, help uplift other people. And sharing this podcast is one of the most important things that you could do for your health and well-being and the health and well-being of other people. And I'll tell you, I, you know, and I'm not just, I'm not just saying this. You share this podcast, I'm sure you're already smart. I know that because you're listening to this podcast. You're, you're listening, right? So you're obviously super, super intelligent. I'm telling you, if you share this podcast, you will get smarter. Your IQ, I think, will actually jump up. I don't know how many points, but it'll jump up. I can't prove that, but... You know, I have I have a very strong inclination. All right, I know. Listen, I know you're very smart to begin with, but listen, you share this podcast, you're even smarter, right? All right, so let's go ahead and let's jump in here. This episode, we're talking food, and what I want to share with you in this episode here is my number one um, piece of advice around nutrition. One of the most common questions that I get centers around what to eat right and, and you know with my experience with you know for for you know 25 plus years now working with patients and clients around um helping people to achieve and permanently maintain their ideal healthy weight working with clients to help them to reverse type 2 diabetes and pre-diabetes and you know, helping people in a variety of different you know weight loss and and metabolic related conditions by far, one of the most one of the most frequent questions I get, maybe the most frequent common question that I get, centers around food and nutrition. Okay, so what I'm going to share with you today is my single, you know, number one piece of advice. This 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 is the single biggest upgrade that you can make regarding your nutrition. And let me tell you right out of the gate, nutrition is made way more complicated than it really needs to be. And what we're going to do, I'm I'm going to kind of cut through a lot of the BS, a lot of the fads, a lot of the fluff. A lot of the bright, shiny objects, right? A lot of the that kind of stuff that you could totally ignore. And we are going to get it down to, we're going to simplify everything for you. You're going to love this, okay? Now, just a little disclaimer as we dive in here. If you, are, if you have been diagnosed with any kind of condition that does have specific nutrition considerations, type 2 diabetes, celiac disease, um... You know, whatever it is, you know, certain inflammatory conditions, certain kidney conditions, right? You know, if you if if you do have any disease, any kind of condition, if you've been diagnosed with any disease that does have specific nutritional conditions, again, you know, just as my disclaimer, <laughs> you know, then you would also need to get additional advice that would be uh, more personalized and customized specifically for your condition beyond what I'm going to talk about today. 
Okay, does that make sense? You picking up what I'm laying down? So this this message today is for listen. This is if you're if you're around around food, if you are confused, if you're struggling, if you're feeling overwhelmed, right? Because there's so much information out there, and there's, there's a lot of garbage out there around food. Again, it's just made far more complicated than it needs to be. So around food, if you're struggling with nutrition, right? Or you know, listen, maybe. Also, if you, you know, from a nutritional standpoint, if you feel like you're doing pretty well, you feel like, you know, hey, listen, oh, for the most part, I feel like I'm doing good, but you know, I really would like to like upgrade and tighten things up from a nutritional standpoint, doing, feel like I'm doing all right, but always looking to do better. This message is for you as well. Okay. So really kind of wherever you are in the nutrition spectrum to lost, confused, struggling, overwhelmed to feel like you're doing okay. You're going to get, this is going to be a really, really valuable message for you. Okay, so my number one nutrition advice is this. Eat real food. Eat real whole food. So, okay, so what is a real whole food? Let's clarify that first. Real food, whole food, is a food that, it's in, it, that is in its natural form, right? And, and just let me give you a couple of examples. Like examples of real food, like a blueberry, real food. Avocado, real food. Chicken, real food. Salmon, real food. Broccoli, real food. Right? You picking up what I'm laying down? Like real, whole, natural foods. You want to know a real food? Pick that food up, right? And if, if it has a label, a lot of real food doesn't even have labels on it. But if it has a label on it, like what what's the ingredients in uh, filet mignon? Beef, right? Filet mignon. What's the ingredient in broccoli? Broccoli. You picking up what I'm laying down here? What's the ingredient in, um, oh, I don't know. You name a strawberry, strawberry, right? You, you, you see what I'm saying here? So real, whole, natural food. Real, whole, natural food are the things that, from an anatomy and physiology standpoint, biologically, they are the foods that we were... Uh, from an anatomy physiology standpoint, that we are meant to be consuming. They are the foods that provide us with fuel, with the nutrients, the building blocks, or the raw materials. Think about it this way. Real food provides your body with the raw materials that, that, that we need for health, for, for healthy, efficient, adaptable, resilient physiology. Real food is food that is useful and productive for our bodies. Real food creates health and energy, right? Real food is made up of the built, you know, real food are the foods that our bodies were biologically designed to, to, to consume, digest, break down, assimilate, and be able to use productively. Now, the opposite of real food is fake food. And let me just, let me tell you, most of what we call food, or or is is sold to us, or marketed to us, <laughs> or pitched to us as food, is not really food at all. Most of what you find in stores, and is you see on television, or, or is marketed to us, is not food at all. These are more they're more accurately food like substances. So fake food, manufactured food brings zero to near zero nutritional value to our body. Real food fuels and creates health and energy. Fake food fuels what I 
what I call the three Ds, disease, disability, and early death. Fake food creates fatigue, physical and mental fatigue. Fake food breaks our bodies down. So real food is useful and productive. Fake food is useless and unproductive. And if food is, so it's, and it's, and it's kind of even beyond that, right? Like, so real food creates health, nutrients, helping, aiding, giving raw materials for healthy, normal physiology. So if you're consuming anything that's fake and it's useless and unproductive, it's robbing your body of health and energy because your body doesn't know what to do with it. You see, when you consume, again, broccoli or chicken or blueberry or, or an orange or, or um, kale or beef or salmon, you see, when you consume those things, your body knows what to do with that stuff. Your body, oh, all right, we know what this, yeah, we could use this. Okay, it's got great raw materials. Let's, you know, we can use this stuff. Fake food, your body doesn't even know what to do with that stuff. So when you consume fake foods that are useless and unproductive and aren't bringing anything to the table from a nutritional value at all, all those chemicals that you're taking in, your body does not want to, does, really doesn't know what to do with them. And it puts your body, if, if your body isn't in health creation mode, it's more in survival mode. And if you're consuming anything your body doesn't know what to use, doesn't know what to do with and it's nothing like it's like all right we've got this stuff what do, we, what do we do with this you know what do we do with with all these chemicals well what your body will do is it will either attempt to eliminate them but in most cases what it'll do with that fake food and whatever's going in there right all the ingredients and all the long list of ingredients and all the stuff on the label that you have never heard of or can't pronounce it sounds like it was the byproduct of a science experiment because it was your body will then store or deposit those things in unhealthy places and in unhealthy ways. Like, I'm not going to bore you to death with the physiology of it all, but one of them, right? It, it's going to store these unproductive and useless things. Uh, I don't know. It could be the lining of the arteries of your heart. Or it could be stored in more fat cells. You, right? You picking up and I'm laying down? All right. So, and let me tell you something, folks. These food manufacturers... They're tricky. These people making fake food, they're smart. They're really smart. And what food manufacturers really are in the business of is creating lifelong customers, a.k.a. addicts. So the problem with fake food is the more you consume, the more you consume. The more fake food you consume, the more fake food you consume. Because ma fake manufactured food, food-like substances are manufactured in a way to keep you coming back for more. These people are not stupid. They know exactly what they're doing. They're trying to get their hooks in you <laughs> and keep you coming back for more, like an addict. In fact, there have been some really amazing studies done with um, uh, brain imaging, right? Different, different scans and brain imaging where the um, kind of the um, reward centers of the brain get stimulated and show up in, in, in certain diagnostics and imaging, the same reward centers of the brain light up on these scans 
when you consume same areas when you consume fake food and also when uh, illegal illicit drugs are consumed. So there are some commonalities in those properties, right? There are obvious differences between, you know, like a bag of Doritos and, you know, and, and heroin, right? <laughs> you know? So just as a general rule of thumb, right? Just a kind of a general rule of thumb is one of the things I teach my clients. Like one of the first things I'll teach my clients right out of the gate is to identify fake food, like become an obnoxious label reader. Rule of thumb, long list of ingredients, bad. Long list of ingredients, stuff you have trouble pronouncing, stuff you don't recognize, stuff that sounds like it was the result of a laboratory experiment because it was bad. Bad, bad, bad. I want you to think it's skull and crossbones because that stuff is poison. Shorter list of ingredients, right? Like I said earlier, I, I did. I picked up a banana one time and the ingredient label said banana. I was like, well, man, I'm so glad that that was clarified for me. But you're picking up what I'm laying down, right? Long list, bad. Shorter list. The more shorter the list of ingredients is, as short as possible, that food is going to be, generally speaking, it's going to be in its more whole real form. So don't overcomplicate or overthink nutrition. Eat real food. And, 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 and the ultimate goal, right? And let me tell you something. You shoot towards this. Your body will reward you. You'll feel better, look better, move better, think better, sleep better. I mean, just bottom line, you will live better. If you make your ultimate goal to shoot for 90% minimum real food on a weekly basis, we'll say, right? Because a week's kind of easy to wrap your head around in terms of a time frame, right? You get to the point where you're you're at at least 90% real food, your body will reward you in really, really incredible ways. Now, listen, be true, be honest with yourself right now and kind of you really got to almost do like a little bit of an audit of where you are now. Like, if you're consuming mostly or virtually all fake food right now, well, to go from almost a virtually all fake food right now to 90% real food, I mean, really, that's that's really not the best. That jump there is really not the best way to go about it. I, You know, in terms of a habit formation standpoint, right? You also want to kind of, like, build some success and get some momentum there. So if you're not consuming, like, any real food right now, if you're mostly eating just fake food, food-like substances... I would suggest initially out of the gate, shoot to bring that up to 50% real food, right? Or if maybe you're 50-50 right now, look to shoot that real food percentage each week to like 75 or 80, right? You follow me? Like just like week by week, look to move that needle into the positive direction in terms of increasing a total percentage of amount of real food whole nutritious food that you're eating with an ultimate goal in my professional again if you are experiencing if you've been diagnosed with any metabolic conditions like type 2 diabetes or like hypertension or high cholesterol or metabolic syndrome or you're right you know what i mean like then these 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 guidelines would be would have to be shifted and customized a little bit for you based upon that condition right but Metabolic conditions aside, then you get your nutrition to, to at least 90%, 90% real food. Your body will be so happy with you, and it will, it'll really reward you in really uh, amazing ways. You know, I think, again, don't overcomplicate this nutrition thing. Ask this question. This is the filter. Is this 
food real. Consume up to you know 90% is that's that's really a great man. You get there, that's fantastic. Your body will reward you in ways that you know that that will really make a huge, huge difference in your life. Okay. All right. So there you go. That's nutrition, man. All right. Nutrition 101. The first single biggest nutritional shift that you can make that will really transform your health and your quality of life in really amazing ways. Okay. All right. So from today's episode, what's the one thing you're going to take? Write it down, right? Pen to paper. If you've been, well, of course you've been following these episodes week by week, because I mean, this is the podcast that's taking the world by storm, right? So pen to paper. What's the one thing you're going to take? Start mapping out and start developing a plan of, okay, well, where am I at really? Maybe write down what Write down everything you eat for a week, everything that crosses your lips, everything you eat, everything you drink, everything that crosses your lips. You don't have to get like super detailed with it, but just like write it down what it was. You have to write like ounces and calories and I'm not big on tracking all that stuff anyway. Um, but, uh, you know, like maybe write down for a week or two, like what, what am I eating? Okay. And then really take a look like, okay, what, where am I consistent? Not on your best weeks, not on your worst weeks. But really be honest, like, okay, what am I consistent, like consistently for the most part, you know, most habitually, where am I percentage wise in terms of the amount of whole food? And just look to, week by week, look to push that needle a little bit more into that, you know, increasing that percentage and ultimately shooting for 90%. Okay. So write these things down. All right. And also, uh, it just, as, as we begin to wrap up here, if you are struggling to lose weight and keep it off permanently, if you are somebody who struggles with yo-yo dieting. If you're a stress eater, if your relationship with food is uh, broken, complicated, toxic, these are things I hear a lot, send me an email at drgrega at gmail.com. This email address is going to be in the description of this episode, but write this down. Doctor, the word doctor spelled out, Dr. Greg, G-R-E-G-A, A is in my last name, drgrega at gmail.com. Shoot me an email and request information about a free initial one-on-one -on -one teleconsultation. And uh, we'll hop on a call and we'll talk about, you know, the next and best and most important steps that you can take and how I can help you to fix those problems. Help you to keep, lose, lose your unwanted body weight, body fat, and keep it all permanent. All right. Until next week. Adios, muchachos.